favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Ali. Hello, hello. Hiya. Hi. Long time no see. Long time no podcast. Actually, <laughs> it has been. It's been a week. Yeah. We knocked a couple out, and we, we actually did two in a row. That was fun. That was a long night. It's <laughs> a long one. Right, yeah. Trying to do two in a row is just kind of like, eh. But I think by doing that, it shows we can do more multiple orgasms. I agree. Because I got a new laptop that'll work and not crash. Yes. You got a laptop that works and won't crash. Yep. Uh, might be time to try the thing one and two once again. Ah, uh, yes. Revisit the thing. Oh. That was good. I actually was thinking about the thing the other day. Well, I was like watching something with um, the main character from like the newer one. Oh, yeah. And uh, like the whatever her name is, Mary, whatever. I was want to call her Mary Shelley, but I'm like, no, that's just another female horror lady, a writer. But um, she, um, I was watching something with her in it and I was like, yeah, yeah, she's cool. She's in the thing. I'll watch the thing again. <laughs> it was a well, good one. Sadly, uh, talking about the thing, which actually kind of worked right into this. Last, I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, August first. Yes. Richard, sorry, Wilford Brimley, not Richard. Wilford Brimley, who played um, Blair on yes. the thing, passed away. Yes. Which is sad because he was such a great actor. Everyone loved him on that. Yeah. He was also uh, he was in Cocoon. Uh, he did those uh, diabetes. Yes, um, commercials. <laughs> you're on Medicare. Yep. You have diabetes. Uh, what else? He's, he did he's the a quicker well-known. oatmeal stuff. He, he yes, did that yes, forever. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mutant Species he did for 1995. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that one. Um, going through more of the horror ones. Right. Uh, Shadows on the Wall, 1986. Uh, oh, he was in, he was in Ewoks, the Battle for Endor. No. He was he was Noah. Oh. I didn't remember that. Oh my god. I thought it was someone else. Uh, Murder in Space. Yeah. Uh, TV movie. He was in The Thing. Death Valley. I don't know if that's horror, but it's got death in it. <laughs> um, like he's he's got he's been doing everything. Yeah, he was a really good actor, and uh, he really was. always played like that grandfatherly kind of a role. You yep. know what I mean? And um, just because he had that look about him. Ugh, yeah. It's too bad. It's so sad because all those, like, really good older movie stars and TV stars are kind of, like, getting into, you know, that age. Like, except Betty White. She's going to live forever, ever. But I mean. And she will live forever. Yes. But, like, I don't know. I just, it's so sad. Like, all these people that I grew up watching being, like, moms, dads, grandparents on TV shows and movies are now passing away. Yeah. It's just like a... I can't take it. <laughs> My poor heart. <laughs> yeah, everything has come to an end. Right. And they've all yeah. had really great, yeah, lovely careers and long lives. Yeah. So it's, 
Yeah. That's the most you can hope for, always, That's right. right? Yeah. 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 Oh, I was, um, oh, I was going to, I was saying before this, I started watching, I guess it's not really like a horror. I don't know if you would call it a horror. Probably more of a drama. But I started watching A Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. It is so scary. Like, it really bothers me. I was texting Jessica today while I was watching it. I was halfway through the first episode. And I was like, is, is this how it's supposed to be? Like, because it's really bugging me. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, you know, hard watching dystopian future movies. And, you know, because your brain just goes to a bad place always, right? Yeah. Like, there's, in the, I'm sure everybody's heard about The Hands Made Tale at this point, like, I won't spoil anything, but one of the characters, it's not a main character or anything, she um, gets raped by a bunch of people, and um, instead of helping her, they put her in a room with a bunch of the other, um, they call them Marthas, like the people who wear those white things that everybody dresses up as, and they put her in a room, and they're like, uh, you know, it was your fault. Like, you led them on and everything. And she's like, no, I was literally walking home. And they're like, you know, shame on you. Shame on you. And, like, they point at her and scream. And I'm like... Well, that sounds nice. Whew. That's, that's a lot. That's heavy. <laughs> but, oh, it's so messed up. And, like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this bothers me more than about 90% of the horror movies that we've been watching. Like, isn't that crazy? Oh, and you throw a bit of realism into it, yeah. For real? Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, you got your Friday 13th, this zombie, undead... Guy. Guy yeah. who wears a mask. You know, okay, that's not believable. Yeah, what's but, the likelihood of that happening? Yeah. The, but, more, the more you can relate, the more scary you can be. Yes. And it's just like this real world thing happening where like, I'm not that far in. I think I'm maybe three or four episodes in. But like, you know, the government is overthrown and, and um, like men take over and decide that women are property and they use them for what they need. Oh dear. I know. And it's just like, <laughs> like it scares me. It's so scary. But, yeah, you're right. The more realistic it is, the scarier it gets. Yeah, as soon as you can put yourself in the character's, like, shoes and can relate. Yes. Then you're like, okay, he or she is feeling scared. I'm feeling scared. Right. I'm in this. I'm a part. Yes. And that's what that's lacking in horror movies and things right. nowadays. Uh, that's why some of, like, the old 80s, 90s were so good for horror movies. Um, even early 2000s with like yes. The Ring or The Grudge. Cause, right. Yeah, they suck you in. Well, like you were saying that the movie that we watched today was, you. Re it reminded you of The Grudge. And no, it reminded the, the me. Ring. The Ring. Sorry, yeah. sorry. The Ring. And it reminded me of Final Destination. Yeah. Because I haven't seen The Ring. So, but it's like, you know, a movie that just came out last year, like it came out in 2019, is still using elements from those older movies. Because it's such a good trope to like, you know, find a haunted artifact thing and... You know, people start dying one by one. Yeah. You know, honestly, it even happened in The Grudge. Like, they get to the haunted house, and one after one, if you interact with the house, you start dying. And usually for ghost uh, movies or horror movies like that, yeah. there's always uh, something they're attached to. Definitely. Be a house, or like... Um, it's an object, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, oh, not The Exorcist. Um, a medieval horror. Mm -hmm. That's a good example. Yes. Um, the... Uh, 
Part of activity is kind of, sort of, not really so much a ghost. Right. But. Yeah, but yeah. it's all kind of, I guess, sort of related to a person. Yeah. More so than anything. But it was, yeah, they're all related back to Katie, those paranormal activities. Yeah. But, yeah, it was kind of a cool idea. I don't know. I, I, I kind of was hoping that they were going to play on the trope of, like, um, you know, a camera takes your picture and steals a piece of your soul. Because some Ooh, religion, some religions and places do something like that. Yeah. Like, they're scared of cameras. And um, I thought, oh, like, that would be cool. Like, I wish we could explore stuff like that, you know? I don't know if there's ever been one like that where you take a picture and you lose a bit of your soul. Right. That'd work. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be good. That could be good. That could, that could go somewhere. Right? That could be something. I, could have, I don't think it's been explored fully, but I like no. when they take that bit of folklore and really spin it like into a grand year's yeah. tale, right? Because it's literally like what we were just talking about. When it's based in realism, it just, I don't know, makes it easier to relate to and scarier to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We also are talking about uh, dystopian futures, and you yeah. said you've seen this trailer. Raised by Wolves yes. is coming to HBO Max, directed by Ridley Scott. That's going to be awesome. Oh my goodness, this looks good. Right? Um, it's not so much horror, but it has the elements of it. Right. It has the makeup for it. Yes. It's it's, it's at the framework for a horror, mm-hmm. but it's very uh, sci-fi and um, futuristic... Um, Aliens and the world kind of thing. I feel like sci-fi can very, very easily tiptoe into horror. At least have oh, yeah. horror elements. Definitely. Hey? Uh, Fire in the Sky. Yes. Great example. Mm-hmm. Uh, full-on sci-fi. And, and that, that is, again, is a real account. That's right. from a real story. Uh, Alien. The first Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Is, is, is sci-fi horror. Aliens is sci-fi action with horror elements. Right. Uh, which you found scarier than the first one. Definitely. Um... Like there's, it's, horror has such a broad umbrella and, and like yeah. a foundation of all that can be, just go out from it. Like, and what can kind of be classified as a horror? Yes. We talk sometimes, I mean, this is our 44th episode, so we talk sometimes about, is this really a horror movie? And I think that horror can be, you know, horror is different to everybody. Like The Handmaid's Tale, when I watch it, it really bugs me. Anybody else, they might be like, eh, whatever. You know, it's just a stupid TV show. Like, stuff like that is different for different people. Yeah, like, there's a, there's a picture of, I think, one of the test audiences for Alien. Yes. When it first came out. And showing this right where the chestburster scene happens. Yes. And you got a group of, I think, five or six people. And you got one woman covering her eyes on the guy's kind of, you know, shocked. And you know, one guy kind of in the back, just smiling. Yeah. Laughing away. And you can tell how each one affects, and the guy smiling. Yes. He, he, he's not, not like it. Mm-hmm. By his smile, you know, he's enjoying himself. But I think he's more enjoying the effect, you know, how right. they did it. Yeah. Uh, maybe other parts when we got him for scary, but I don't know. Well, that's like when I went to see it, Chapter 2. Um, I went with... We, we, we went. Pardon? Didn't we, didn't we go? Yeah, we yeah. went. But um, before that, I had already gone. I'm pretty sure. I Either so. I went with you first or I went with dad first. I, I don't remember. Me first. I think it was yes. me first. And then I went with dad after. And Kyle. Because they really wanted yes. to see it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we went to like a matinee. So it was like 1230 on the Sunday when we went. And I had already seen it. So I knew the scene when I could take a potty break. 
And so, because I didn't drink anything the first time I went, because I didn't want to have to take a potty break. But this time I knew. So I was like, okay, this is a blah scene, so I can go. So I go. And when you're watching it for the first time, you don't really look around a lot. But then when I watched it for the second time, I was like, I'm going to kind of gauge what's going on here. And so I heard people crying. There were people <laughs> screaming. When I left the theater and I went to use the washroom, there was a lady that's like, okay, one more hour. I can do this. <laughs> one more hour. My kids want to see it. And she's like pacing back and forth in front of the doors. And I was like, oh, oh wow. Yeah. It's so good. Isn't that crazy That's though? So good. Because when I saw it, I just enjoyed it. Like I think that especially because it's like a bigger budget now, like these horror movies, you know, it was a bigger budget, really good cast, really good acting. I actually enjoyed it as a movie instead of like how much can this scare me? You know? Yeah, and I I did the same thing with the grudge. Yes. And so I was like, awesome. And then but you kind of forget, I think just because we're <laughs> Like, I'm not going to say we're numb, but I'm going to say, like, it doesn't bother us as much anymore. Yeah. And um, it just kind of, I don't know, it, it was such a good movie, but it didn't scare me anymore. So I kind of missed no. that from it. You know, the only scene that really, like, kind of bugged me was the one underneath the bleachers. But I knew, you know, you know it's coming. It's the same scare over and over with Pennywise. But, it is. Um, it actually really is. Right? Um. I don't know. I think it's a little overrated. Yes. It. Totally. But uh, it's it's a I like I like the movies. Yeah. I think they kind of fouled up with the end bit with I agree. the uh, real real form. Yeah. The original was far superior that way. Yes. Yes. But whatever. Go watch anyways. It's I, I think they're good. Yeah, it's, not, it's not, good. They're both good movies. There's yeah. a lot of worse things out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I am. Um, oh my god. My sister told me to watch um, a bit of Velocipaster. Yes. <sighs> and I had kind of, one of the YouTubers I watched, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Jacksepticeye or Cinnamon Toast Can. I don't remember. They watched like a bit of it, like just a touch of it. And because um, in the very, very beginning, he's like going to, he's obviously a pastor and he's going to leave his church and across the street are his mom and dad. I don't know why, but he's like, hey, mom and dad. And they're like, hey. <laughs> and then there's this huge explosion, but it's like obviously from like another movie. <laughs> and then it what? pans to him and he's like, <gasps> and then it pans back to the car and it says insert special effects car on fire. This sounds like Troll 2, just of level of bad. Or this, this sounds like an Uboil movie. And I was looking and I was like, what? And he's like, no, my parents. And then it's like, goes back no. to the scene. It's like, insert car. And I was like. <laughs> this is like, uh, like I showed you um, Alone in the Dark. I think it was Alone in the Dark. Yes. Where a girl gets killed and just for yes. cuts, her head lifts up. Yes. Oh. But this was Terrible. like very, very like. This was a theater. This was. <sighs> I just was so disappointed because I thought, okay, you know, if it's bad, like I love a good cheesy movie, but this was beyond cheesy. This was like, like I got about half an hour and I was like, I cannot do it anymore. And he gets scraped by a stone or something, and then when he gets mad, he turns into a raptor. As you do. <laughs> 
it was it was so bad i like yeah i got half an hour in and i was like i cannot watch this anymore it was horrible (laughs) well you know wasn't a horrible movie polaroid i was gonna say (laughs) polaroid it was actually pretty good you know what this one was suggested by one of our listeners one of our victims yay no i'll probably pronounce your last name wrong so if i do i apologize rachel Ryder. i think it's Ryder. could be reader r-i-e-d-e-r I think that's right. Sure. Yeah. Roach Ryder suggests this one to us. Uh, check out a movie called Polaroid. Not a bad flick. She was right. She was right. She was very right. It was. And we're not sure if we were like ready for a zombie cleanse or if it was actually a good movie. Oh, but... the palate has been cleansed. It feels so good. <laughs> well, are you ready to talk about it? I am totally ready. Let's get into it. <laughs> So this week we watched Polaroid. It's a 2019 drama horror mystery. Ooh. I yeah, like mystery yeah. kind of. There's some pretty good twists and turns. There is. And it was directed by Lars Klevberg and written by Blair Butler. Yay. You guys did a good job. It was like, I like those ones where like, like this is one of those movies where you think you kind of know where it's going when you read it and it's like, okay, here we go. And then there's some exposition three quarters of the way through and they're like, this is why this is happening. And then you get to the end and they're like, it was all fake. This is the real reason. (laughs) And you're like, what? Yeah. It was kind of fucky. I think Scream still has the title (sighs) as... The most, you know, you don't know who the killer is until the end. The first time I watched Scream, I was like, like, my jaw actually hit the floor. Yeah. Like, I could not believe it. I could not believe it. And they threw you off the track. Yes. So many times. Over and over. Yeah. And that's what, and they even announced Scream 5. Yeah. It's, it's, it's signed. They got, uh. David Arquette's coming back. Awesome. But, uh, what's her name? Uh, who played Monica on Friends? Oh, um... Courtney Cox. Yes. Yes, she's coming back. And that's something to confirm so far. Weren't they married? Am I thinking yes. of somebody else? Yes, oh. they... Yes, they were. Okay. Yes, they were. <laughs> then they divorced. Yes. And then um, he became a wrestler. He totally did. And actually he, Which I mean, like, isn't that the dream? Well, he, he did the... the uh, He filmed a movie with, for WCW back in the late 90s. Sure. Called Ready to Rumble. And to promote that, they actually gave him a world title win. Like, they gave him the title. That's he won the awesome. world title. And there was such a huge backlash in the wrestling community when that happened. He got made fun of because of that. Huh. And eventually he decided, you know what? Because everyone makes fun of me, I'm going to go and actually become a wrestler. And he did. Wow. He did the training. He did everything. He actually went and built slash bought a ring to put in his backyard to train. Yeah. And he went and did the indie circuit. Oh, my God. 100% did the indies. And he's not that bad. That's awesome. He isn't that bad. So for David Arquette, good job. He kind of showed those purists wrong. Yeah. And he's still doing the acting thing, but he's kind of doing both. I think he's I less think wrestling so. now, more back to the acting but fun. still, to to take that and say, you know what? I'm going to do a complete career change. I'm going to go become a wrestler. Mm-hmm. 
that's great. I love when people can kind of like dip their toes in anything because I think, why not? You know, and I'm so sick, especially with the um, internet these days. We've had this talk a hundred times before. I'm so sick of people gatekeeping fandoms. And I just yeah. like think like, just let people enjoy. Like when I tell people, oh, you know, I really like Star Wars. And sometimes people are like, oh, well, do you know this? Do you know that? Do you know these things? what i probably do like but I, i'm not on. allowed to enjoy something without knowing yeah. every ounce of trivia but that's why i love like when we go to trivia nights like i'm basically just there to drink like tankards of beer and laugh <laughs> at you and tim and you guys don't even care that i literally know none of the answers it's just like you know but that's the how you welcome people into a community yeah. you know what i mean like instead of being like oh well you don't know this and you don't know that and it's like who cares like that's with horror movies the horror oh, yeah. um community can be a little toxic but um it's you know if you find the right people it's not that bad but some are like oh well you like this movie well oh you like friday the 13th Ugh, you like jason oh he's so stereotypical blah, 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 blah. compared to other fandoms, like you said, Star yes. Wars. Star Wars yes. is horrible. Star Wars um, is bad. Lord of the Rings is bad. Yes. The whole wrestling community is, is very, 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 very toxic. Yes. Um, Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek's pretty neutral. Really? Star Trek is Ugh. pretty neutral, to be honest. Um, but the horror, yeah, horror community is really together. Yeah. Um, I think because it is a bunch of weirdos, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're all, like, we're all got very, very... And it's so Difference. broad, you know? Very. So, like, horror movies, or, like, uh, zombie horror, you know, there's vampire horror, there's, like, a bunch of different things, and it's it's fine. You know, everybody kind of has, like, sub-whatever, fandom sort of oh, yeah. type thing, you know? So you can kind of always find a niche. So the thing is, you yeah, exactly, and you mentioned horror movie films or a horror fan. Yes. Boom, they could really instantly throw out which favorite horror movie, and it'll be probably one of the top five well-known horror movies of right. all time. Like, you ask him that, you know, who's your favorite killer? You know, Jason, Freddy, Michael, Michael yeah. Pinhead, Chucky, uh, Letterface. Yeah. And they'll, they'll, out of those six, they'll say probably two of them, or three yes. of them are the best. Uh, Michael always gets the top billing. I I think because he was one of the first. Sure. Yeah. Um, is he the best killer? I disagree. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason's got the highest kill count. I was going to say, I love me some Jason. And oh, I yeah. think part of it is just um, nostalgia because that's where we started. Yep. You started me watching those. And I'm like, yep. Like, I feel like that's why I love Jason so much is because he's just the coolest. Totally is. <laughs> also, like, a serial killer, zombie, like time not time traveling space like you know he's got so many cool things about him i love yeah i love jason obviously yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> and actually someone i'll i should say this for uh our next friday 13th episode <laughs> but i'm just gonna get the ball just a little little hint um or a tease someone brought up on facebook um <laughs> you can't ask this question how did jason grow old when he died as a boy right so uh, reading other people's answers, my opinion on the matter is he didn't drown. Interesting. He didn't drown as a boy. They didn't. They didn't find the body. I don't think. Okay. He survived the drowning, and he just kind of lived until episode or film four where he dies. Oh. Then he becomes a zombie. Oh. That's that's what I think. 
because um, he, his mom didn't know he was dead. Right. He knew his mom was alive, but then he saw her getting beheaded, sort of, kind of. Okay. with that. And then, because he has her head in a shrine. Right. In the second movie, so. That's yeah. interesting. I like it. Yeah, I don't think he dies until the fourth one. Mm. Interesting. Or die, die dies, anyways. Dies, dies. And I think the whole... <laughs> It's it's shown in uh, Favors Jason where the mum kind of keeps bringing him back. Right. You know, you have right. to kill them, Jason. You got to you know, avenge yourself, avenge me, and that jazz. Mm-hmm. But, but we're we're gonna watch Friday Thirteenth, sadly. We watch Polaroid. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so let's go into the cast. Sure, because both of us, neither of us had heard about the movie, right? Like we I never. had just yeah. Yeah. Well, so we just get, kind of, we had to look it up before this, uh, yeah. How do we tonight? watch it? Oh, it's yeah. on Netflix. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to watch it on Netflix, it's not terrible. It was filmed in 2017 due to the whole Epstein debacle. It didn't get released sure. until 2019. Right. Um, it's got the girl played Cheryl in yeah. Riverdale in it. I'll right. get to her. Uh, it's, it's got not a bad cast. No. Uh, that got, acting was actually pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. So, uh, so we got Catherine... Uh, Prescott, she stars as Bird Fitcher. Her name was actually Bird. It was Bird. Gugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tyler Young as Connor Bell. Mm-hmm. Samantha Logan. Is that tight butt Connor? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Was, was, yeah, tight butt. Samantha Logan as Casey Walters. Her And that was best friend. That was yeah, gay best Kate. friend. Uh, Keenan Tracy as Devin Lane. Okay. Priscilla Quintana. As Mina Rodriguez. Okay. Were those uh, the other couple that yes. was in the picture yeah. with them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm, Javier, Javier. Javier? Sh- Javier Potet as the entity. So he's oh. the one who's kind of the, uh, yeah, the, the killer. Yes. The entity. He did such a good job. Yeah. Did, is he actually the guy who played, like, the dad? Like, is it the same person who played the so. dad and played the entity? I don't... Let me oh, do a okay. quick looky-loo. I don't believe so, though. No, I think he just did, like, the creature. Cool. No, he did not. Okay. No, no. Uh, we have... Oh, what's... Yeah. Um, Madeline Petch, who plays yes, Cheryl. Yes, that's her. Yeah. She's Sarah Dawson. She yes. gets first girl kill status. Yay. And we have the lovely Grace Zabriskie as Lena Sable. Oh, yeah. She's the one from The Grudge. Yes. She's one lady. And, and she did great in this movie. She's a very good, oh, uh, mean older lady. Yes. Intense lady. And I oh, almost forgot, uh, Mitch Pelleggi as Thomas Pembroke. Oh, yes. The, the sheriff. Yes. Yes. I love this guy. He's from uh, X-Files. He's the... Uh, uh, he's the um, director of the FBI. Yeah. Love him. He's done a lot of other things, too. He's done uh, Starting Atlantis, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, who's he in Sons of Anarchy? Ernest Darby. Mm, I haven't watched it in, like, ten years. I haven't I I watched up. a little bit of it. It's actually pretty good. I, I From what I've seen, I liked it. But yeah. I, like, I love Mitch Pelleggi. He's such a great actor. Yeah. Great actor. For sure. Yeah, I recognized him from um, from X-Files. As soon as yeah. he was on screen, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That fancy fellow. One more iconic looks. Like yes. He's got the bald head. And yes. Just a 
Great actor. Yeah. Such a big fan. He looks like the guy that always plays a police officer. You know those guys who are always police officers? Yeah. Always. Another one is, um, did you ever watch Dexter? No. Oh, Dexter's dad, if you looked up who the actor is, he literally plays a cop or a lawyer in every movie he's been in. He's never not been a cop. Like, why? I forget who. There's a um, Latino actor who's played a gangster with the same name. Oh. In multiple movies. Oh. <laughs> and that's, that's good for him. Yeah, good that's awesome. Him. Oh, fun. <laughs> so, all right, so I'm guessing we both kind of just heard about this movie when we found this little on, suggestion by Rachel on yes. Facebook. Yes, that's what I mentioned before. But we... when you saw the trailer, yes. or, or even like, what did you think about when you first kind of read the synopsis? Like, it, it sounds interesting, but it's... Um, like I talked about before, it kind of sounded sort of Final Destination-ish, where, like, you know, obviously a picture is taken and people start dying. And I wasn't quite sure how they were going to swing that, but um, I don't know. I'm not really into the teenage, the current teenage horror movies. Like, I love a good 80s slasher with teenagers or kids, but the current ones, I just feel like people are getting too scared to, like, kill kids anymore in movies and um, I know that these are teenagers but um, it's just not as gruesome and honestly this was not a very graphic movie which I felt like they could have been much more graphic there was nothing hardly on screen which Um, is disappointing another thing you brought up while watching which we can talk about now as well is how ghosts or supernatural things can interact yes and grab and touch now apparently with this we thought he had a knife the whole time. Yes. He doesn't. His one arm or hand becomes like a, a knife like a stabby knife, yes. thing. Yes. That's cool. That is and cool. I didn't realize until the end he did that. But, yeah, it's a very... I, I get what you mean. It bugs me when ghosts or paranormal things can interact with um, actual things because I feel like if they can interact with things then things should be able to interact with them i.e. getting shot getting kicked getting hurt because I don't like the idea that like it doesn't go both ways kind of like they can I don't know um, manifest their hand to pick something up or something like I just don't get how it works I I, I remember in ghost (laughs) yes that's what we're gonna go with Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> because they explain it really well in that movie. Okay, I've when, never seen it. Like you I've seen, seen Ghost? Par- I've seen parts of it, but it's well. When he, he he sees this one, I forget the guy. He's a really well known actor. Um, he's been dead for a while, and he kind of gets chased by um, Patrick Swayze's character because he sees him move stuff. Sure. And he's like, "How do you do that? Show me." And he shows him. You got to basically concentrate because the ghosts are energy. Um, and you sort of got to focus and concentrate and you can move stuff. Okay. And that's the explanation. But like move stuff or pick stuff up and Both, stab everything. Somebody. They can oh. do that with everything. Interesting. Move, touch, interact. It's all about focus and concentration and practice. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I don't, I just, I just don't like it. It just feels like 
this is going to sound childish, but it feels like unfair that they can, you know, interact with things. I don't know. It bugs me. And, and like, and I get like moving stuff across a table or but, knocking but then, something off. But, but then you also have, you know, of a haunted house, they can slam a door that's sure. across the, the house and yet at the same time be in the same spot with yeah. characters. Yeah, and, like, I get, like, door slamming stuff, but it's, like, actually... I think what bugs me is actually being able to, like, manipulate an object, not just slam a door. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I it's that. just something weird to me that well, it just everyone's doesn't... A, everyone's got their own opinion. Yeah, it just doesn't roll with me. Yeah, whatever. How about that? What's your opinion? Whoa. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Slow down. Take that. Wah. <laughs> you know what? Because of all this was and... and Anger coming out of you. Let's get into the plot. Let's get into this movie. Sure. It's a pretty quick plot, I think. It is. It's pretty pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. Until the end. (laughs) Well, they try to throw a few swerves at you. Yes. They got me. They got me with the swerve. Yes. The the last swerve. It got you. You had it called. You had the, the, like, ending ending called. Yes. Yeah. But but the the first swerve, I'm like, oh. So it's not who we think it is. It's yeah. like, oh, wait, yeah, okay, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so start off with Sarah. Yes. Who is played by Cheryl from Riverdale. Yep. And her friend are going through a box of her late mother's stuff when they find a Polaroid camera. So did we ever find out if her mom was, like, connected to any of this? Was her mom one of the people f- that this guy was? No. I don't think so she was just a happy accident yeah okay her last name's dawson she has no connection nothing to... hey hmm. no that's you know what that's a good point they just found it feels it. like a plot hole well well but it's probably just been sold at garage sale after garage I think sale so. type thing hey yeah i think that's yeah so the friend receives a like from her crush oh my oh, god yeah. oh my god oh my god Sarah, oh my God, Sarah, he G- liked you. Jim liked my picture. Oh my God, <laughs> what are you do? Okay, so. <clears throat> which, <laughs> her friend receives a like from her crush. We provoke Sarah to make a photo in lingerie on the Polaroid camera. Ow, ow. When the flash goes off, Sarah seems uneasy. Her friend leaves and Sarah's home alone. When she takes a look at the fo- the Polaroid, there is a creepy shadow behind her in the photo of her. Startled, she treats it as a smudge. Everyone thinks it's a smudge. Like... That's stupid. Stop right. it. And starts cleaning. Yes. She hears eerie sounds in the attic, which she investigates. Mm-hmm. She gets frightened in the attic and falls, but ends up dangling by her ankles instead of falling to her f- to the floor. Right. While feeling a brief moment of relief as her hair dangles in her face... She is then pulled up by an entity and is killed off screen before her dead body tumbles to the ground. Everybody is killed off screen, basically, in this. Pretty, oh uh, yeah, pretty much. Except the one girl, that the like snotty tarot card reading girl. Her, but they they well, do still, kill her off screen. It's still death off screen. Yeah. And and Annoying. like when I first saw this, this is very similar to um, a death in Predator Two. Oh. When uh, one of the detectives, he's investigating one of the. Spots where the parents murdered everyone. And, um, <laughs> as he does. As he does. That's what he does. And he gets kind of distracted and he falls from the ceiling and he gets grabbed by the predator by his leg. Oh. And you can see the, you know, he just grabs him. And he's looking up and you see the predator looking down on him and he tries to get his gun out. The predator pulls him up and you hear a bit of struggle 
And then you hear death. Oof. And that's kind of similar to how this ends up. You know, she hmm. she gets caught by her ankles. You think it grabbed, it grabbed her. 100% grabbed her. She didn't catch herself by the feet in the attic. Cause yep. I don't think her ankles are that strong. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so pulls her up and then kills her and drops her. <coughs> and I was just looking at um, IMDb. And this was rated PG-13. <laughs> Tell oh. me a good movie. Or not even a well, movie. Tell also, me a good horror movie that's PG-13. Also, the ratings in Oof. different countries are different. Right. Like a PG-13 here is like NC-17 in the States. Or, or um, I think rated R in the States is NC-17 here. But that's rough. PG-13? You don't want a horror movie to be PG-13. No. Well, no. No. You gotta have the boobs. You gotta have the language. You gotta have the violence and the sex. Right? And a death. I would give it anything to see more than blood droplets. Yeah. You know? It's just kind of like that last little punch that you need to really send home. Yeah. You I know? Agree. And like... And it's probably also a preferential thing. Like, I appreciate gore more than I like jump scares. Jump scares don't do anything for me. But gore sometimes really bugs me. And I like to be bugged. That's why I watch horror movies. It's because I want to feel something. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, when they kind of do that, it's almost like horror blue balls for me. Is that, you know, it's like, oh, (laughs) don't laugh at me. Is that it's like, you know, it's you see... Tease. It's tease and tease and you don't get the playoff. Exactly. It's like what the one girl where like the gray hands come and cover her face and we're like, oh my God. And then the next day they're like, oh my God, they well, found her and her head was turned around exorcist style. And that like, exact... Fucking show me. That exact scene. The way the lights flash. Yes. Way I told you. they Because they didn't do that. I thought they were going to have you as light flashes. You see it. The, the entity. And then it slows the swaying. It gets yes. closer. I thought they didn't do that. I thought, oh, they, they messed up. They, they had a perfect opportunity to use a great effect, didn't do it. And that's what they did and really well in Eli. What, but, but, I'm not done. What they did, though, later on in the movie, they did the same effect. Yes. But better. I'm like, you know what? Okay. Fine. They listened yeah. to me. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, in Eli, they did that really well. Yes. Yeah. And I, that's the best part of the, that movie when we watched that. And the was kids when running and the flashlights going back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the best part of that. But it's just, you know, those missed opportunities that could have given it that extra bit of creep for me. I don't know. That's that's what I think anyways. I But again, everybody's sense of horror is different. Some people cannot do jump scares. Like, no. cannot. And it's uh, interesting. I, I said this before, but I like this, I like this perfect example for um, this is the end when the hellhound bursts through the wall. The one girl in that theater... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shrieked, got up, and walked out. Oh. That alone made the movie right. experience just great. Just because it wasn't a scream. It was a fucking shriek. Oh, no. She, I swear she shit herself. Oh. She must have. Like, oh, my. This the, the sound that came out of her voice was, she was scared. I like that. <laughs> you don't get I that much going anymore. to movie theaters. You Can that. I tell you? Yeah. <sighs> Fucking COVID. Fucking COVID. Piece of shit. Nah, bleh. Bleh, bleh. Just wait till the, wait till the COVID movies come out. Oh, Just I'm ready. wait. <laughs> Back to the plot. 
Yes, yes. Shy high school student bird is given an old Polaroid camera by her co-worker Dumb Tyler. fucking name. <laughs> Who got it from a garage sale. The camera has the initials RJS carved into it. Yes. Bird snaps a picture of Tyler, but later notices an odd smudge-like figure on the photo. And Tyler totally wants to get in her pants. Like, oh, she, so bad. He, he got friends he got friend zoned to death. And, like, he gets... <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Ooh. He's, he, was, he simped to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes in for a kiss, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, he's sorry, like, sorry. Oh, sorry. Like, uh, um, mm. um. And she's like, yeah, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, she bails. And we find out that she got... Uh, Bird gets called uh, Scarf Girl because she always wears a scarf. We found out she's got a scar on her neck and she's very... Dumbest fucking reason. Yeah. I hated this. This was the worst part of the movie. It's like, look, I'm so quirky and I wear a scarf and it's for a really traumatic reason. And I'm so different and everybody picks on me. It's like, very, stop uh, it. I remember the word I was thinking earlier. It's very vain of her. Yes. To uh, to cover it up. Thinking, yes. I'm ugly with the scar. I'm sorry. That's... And it's know. literally... Like, it's, it's just a, a cut across her neck. Like, nobody would notice. It's not like it's, like, scar tissue or every, anything. It just looks like she got burnt by, like, a curling iron, well, honestly. It's like a good scar, but yeah. it's, it looks cool. I'm like, cool. Nobody would notice you have long hair. Like, yeah. <sighs> annoying. Yeah. It was annoying. It was a dumb plot point that didn't have to be there. Honestly. And it doesn't really come to effect. It, really, it, doesn't, no. it has no conclusion. No. It doesn't really go anywhere. It really doesn't. It's just the one point where he's like, this is your fault. And she's like, everything is my fault. I'm so damaged. Yeah. It's like, stop it. I I hate, that's the only thing that I didn't like in this movie was what they did with the main character. She was so annoying. Okay. She was annoying. And it's it's too bad that when they make the uh, main character purposefully flawed like that, like really for stupid things. Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, they call you Scarf Girl. They want to give you a flaw that you can overcome and grow from it. Yeah. They don't do that with this. She loses her scarf halfway through, but yeah. it, it's then forgotten. And then nobody brings it up. No. You dumb fucking lady named Bird. Like, that's what they should be picking <laughs> on you for. Like, I literally just watched a Bob's Burgers episode where they called Tina Fluffy Butt because she sang a, a jingle in the bathroom. And she's like you know what, that's actually a cool nickname by the end of it. And I'm like, yeah, she was like sad about it for two days. <laughs> so I'm going to start calling Ichabod. It's Fluffy Butt. Or snoozing a producer. producer. Yeah. I wonder if the microphones, now that we have it set up like this, if they're picking up her snorts and snores. We'll, we'll find, find out, out, I guess, in post. <laughs> find out Fix in it post. in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> <sighs> so Bird attends a costume party with her best friend, Casey. And meets her other friends, Mina, Mina's boyfriend, Devin, Avery, and Bird's high school crush, Connor. Ooh, cute Connor, butt Connor. Cute butt Connor. Yeah. Even her gay friend, uh, Casey, so yes. he's got cute butt. Yeah. It's like, but you like girls. How can you, like, like him? And she's like, I don't like him, but I can notice a nice butt. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. Uh, it was like, I saw him in, like, uh, Oh, Speedo. Swim. Yeah. Yeah, a Speedo. And he's got the goods. And he's like, oh my good, stop it. Uh, stop it. You're so bad. <laughs> God. <laughs> she uses her Polaroid camera to take the group's picture. And Avery later snaps a selfie with it. Yes. Meanwhile, Tyler's killed by the entity. And Sheriff Pembroke informs Bird. Uh, at home, Bird sees Tyler's photo free from the shadow. 
which has mysteriously transferred to Avery's photo. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and he's got an interesting death. I like the effect when the sheet came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool yep, effect. Yeah, that was very cool. I like that. That was yes. a good, good little... You don't see his death, but... I like the sheet effect. That I was agree. a good effect. Uh, Avery is killed when the entity snaps her neck. So Which this, is what I was talking about before yeah. with uh, turning her head around like an exorcist. Yeah, it grabs her and then it cuts away. And yes. Yeah, her picture, actually her death, <laughs> that scene is on the uh, picture of the... <laughs> I heard that in the I did microphone. too. I was a silly dog. Um, yeah, like the uh, the picture on Netflix. Yes, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, yeah it sets yeah. her death. But it's cool. Anytime that they have hands on a face or something, that especially the hands that look like that. That's pretty yes. Cool. Uh, when Bird learns about this, she tries to destroy the camera and attempts to warn her friends. They laugh at her because uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's so crazy, you yeah. guys. Devin attempts to burn the group photo, thinking, yes. "Oh yeah, that'll fix it." But when the flames reach Mina in the photo, her arm spontaneously combusts. Yes. And the flames cannot be extinguished. Yes. Because they cool try. That's a cool point. And yes. it, it actually come back, comes back to that. So, yes. A few times. And um, then her <clears throat> friends, like, fingers start to get singed too. Yes. And they're trying to put it out with a fire yeah. extinguisher. Casey's fingers are slightly singed before Bird stomps out the fire. And yes. the photograph restores itself. Yes. That's exactly. thing. It restores itself. You think it would fix them too but nope they stay burnt and hurt mm-hmm. uh, Mina's taken to the hospital to undergo surgery for her arm because it's been on fire for a good minute and a half yes third degree burns at least Ugh. Devin and Casey stay with her while Bird and Connor leave to learn more about the camera mm-hmm. while in the antique store Bird is attacked by the entity which behaves like a photograph right following the same rules as photographic development an example it is sensitive to heat and yes. light yes Yes. She questions why she was chased to and notices that her reflection is in the photo's background. So she's Yeah, Connor now, notices that. Yeah. He's like, you're in this picture. And she's like, what? No, no, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, look at the window. Your reflection's in there. And she's like, bah. See, I thought he looked, I know what he saw. Because he, yes. she's in there looking, he's looking at the photo. And he's like, a, oh my God, look on his face. I'm like, yeah. he saw it or something. Or something we missed. No, it's just her picture. Mm-hmm. Mina is killed in the hospital by the entity when she is left home, left alone briefly. Devin finds Mina's dead body and blames Bird for her death. Yes. Bird and Con- we're not sure who gets killed. Yes, a, exactly. Again, this is a good, they do some good things in this movie. Yes. You're not sure if it's going to be her or him. It's her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bird and Connor research and discover that their camera was owned by a photography teacher named Joseph Sable, RGS. Roland Joseph Sable. Yes. Uh, from their school years, from their school years ago, he was accused of torturing four students and killing three of them while taking maniacal photographs. Yes, exactly. I was fucked. One of the captives escaped, and Roland was killed by police. Devin confronts Bird at the diner and accuses her of being responsible for what happened to Mina. Yes. Can't blame the guy, but come on, like she didn't know right. what he was going to do. She didn't know. She didn't exactly. Know. He attempts to take a picture of her as a threat. With Connor and Devin both fighting for the camera, Devin is accidentally stabbed by the camera. And the shadow transfers to his photo, showing yes. he is next. I like that. This is cool. And yes. this is where I can see you can relate it to um, Final, Final Destination. Destination. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I get that. You know what? That's a cool effect. And that it is. Effect. It's a cool little plot point. This part I really, really liked. I like when they um, like add these sort of things and then really play it up. Same with um, like with the burning where we know that if you affect the actual photograph, which they do in this scene as well, it actually affects you in real life as well. Yeah. Devin Lynch is a bird. Casey saves bird by stabbing Devin's pencil with a, Devin's photo Picture, with a pencil. Yeah. Injuring him in real life. And he like he has like a hole through his hand. He's got like Jesus Christ nail yes. hand to stick bottom. And there's no blood. Yes. Which is kind of neat. There's no blood. Devin, upset from being uh, stabbed, becomes aggressive and accidentally slaps a sheriff named Pembroke. Yes. No, he slaps someone else. That's a lie. He slaps some deputy or someone. Oh. Yeah. Really? Is, yeah. The, Wikipedia is wrong. I thought he did. Oh, maybe it wasn't. No, it was sheriff. just some, ra- it was some random, yeah, yeah. random cop guy who was getting doing it or something. Uh, Devin is detained and is later killed in a cell by the entity. Yes, which, which is, is where we see the stabby. Yeah, and I like how it doesn't know where you are right away. It has to look for you. Exactly. And that's, again, that's a good change. Yeah. As opposed to, the, it always knows where you are. Right. Like like Jason, like Freddie, like Michael. Yes. Um. They just kind of know. It makes them have to work for it. Yes, And that makes it that much. It adds and heightens the um, tension. Yes, it totally does. I like. Which you like, you can't hide, especially like, you know, with the dark thing. Like you, it it mostly gets you in the dark because there's no, um, you can't get the light or the heat. And it's such a cool element to play with. Like, they, you know, deal with that, like, with the radiator in the beginning scene with Bird. Like, you know, um, when she goes back to the antique shop and the light when she has a flashlight and it hurts it. Like, basically, it just kind of, like, eh, like, recoils, I guess. But it they're cool points that you can use, especially in a movie, like, movie yeah. elements, right? I like that. Connor, Casey, and Bird learn Roland's wife is alive and visit her. Yes. They meet an early lady named Lena Sable. Yes. Who explains that the camera actually belonged to her daughter, Rebecca Jane Sable, RJS. Lena explains that Rebecca was slow, and when gifted with the camera, she became very attached to it. As a result, Rebecca was bullied by four classmates who took the camera and used it to take inappropriate photos of her. Mm-hmm. She commits suicide out of shame, causing her father Roland to abduct and kill her bullies in a fit of rage. Now, even in death, Roland roams looking for the last bully who escaped her to kill him. Right. Lena shows the two a picture of the survivor, and they search the yearbooks. Bird finds out that the survivor was Sheriff Pembroke. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> of course. In an attempt to stop the entity from killing them, Connor takes a picture of Pembroke, who reveals that Roland was the real bully to Rebecca. Yes. Having sexually assaulted her. Blah. Uh, yeah. Blah. The, four, the four students, including him, were Rebecca's friends trying to warn her of her father's actions upon finding her nude pictures in his possession. Yeah, and trying to help her. Yeah. Fearing the public would find out, Roland abducted them, prompting Rebecca to kill herself out of misplaced guilt. Yes. This is what threw me off. I thought, oh, it's Rebecca. She's the she's the one doing the killing. Right. The voice sounds feminine. Yes. The weird voice that comes out is, it has a feminine feel I to it. I think they do that to throw you off, though. They got me. That was a good little throw off. They got me pretty good here. So, yeah, so the entity mm-hmm. tears Pembroke's picture in half, killing him. Great yes. effect. The entity stabs through Casey's leg, impairing her ability to walk. Connor is separated from Casey and Bird. The girls find safety in the school showers. Yes. With Bird turning on the hot water to create heat, preventing the entity from reaching them. 
Now, if this was rated R, they would be naked. Yes. Or at least topless. <laughs> Bird leaves to find Connor. They reunite, and she has an idea that involves getting the camera back. Right. Uh, and going somewhere where the entity can fully develop. Mm-hmm. The entity manifests and drags Connor away, but Bird takes a picture of herself, prompting the creature to chase after her. This is smart. So smart, like yeah. This movie, while isn't the most original movie, mm-hmm. does some very smart things in it. Yes. I, I, I'm, I like these parts. It's really good. Um, she leads the entity into school's dark room, where it is able to fully develop. Right. She takes a picture of the entity, crushing the photo, trying to kill it. Unsuccessful and fearing for her life, she then burns it last minute. Yeah. Disintegrating the entity where everything took place many years ago. She reunites with her friends and throws the camera into the river. Yay! Now, when she takes a picture of the entity, her hand's in it, like her, her right. two fingers. Yeah. So when she's crushing it, she, her fingers go all cracky and broken. Yeah. And when she burns it, her fingers burn too. Yes. And I think that's a great, again, it's, it shows that she's you know, determined, sacrifices involved. For sure. It's, it's a great ending. That I kind of, I didn't think it'd go that far. I thought you'd take a picture. Yeah. It would go poof, movie over. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I, no, I agree. Yeah. It, it's it takes It takes the rules and it works. It, it stays in the rules. Right. Yeah. And is it, so does it still kind of go after her? Because it's, um, what's it called? Um, she's still technically in the photo. I think so. I think it doesn't make it the victim. Sure. But it becomes now tangible. Yes. She can hurt it. She can stop it. Yes. She could basically manip- manipulate the Polaroid. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, it was good. It was such a cool concept. And it shows that when uh, the sheriff gets ripped in half, if the, if the uh, photo gets wrecked or yes. you die, and then yeah. you're dead. So. Why wouldn't she have just ripped the photo and the piece where her fingers weren't? I don't know if it would have worked. Because yeah. I think the photo after also fixed itself after. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, I think it would still come back. Yeah. Really? I think so. Hmm. Not a bad movie. Not a bad movie Not at all. I bad... actually enjoyed it. I did too. I was a little nervous because our last, um, <laughs> our last uh, viewer request was Phantasmic or Phantasm or whatever. Yeah, Phantasm. And it was a movie. <laughs> And yet, and so that's was, such a cult following. But yes, hey, I know. Like, like and we're people love about, that movie. But I'd never yeah, heard of this one, and I was like, okay, so this could either be really good or really bad. Basically, right? And I was pleasantly surprised. I was too. It wasn't that bad? Yeah. It was not that bad at all. Yay. How would you rate this? What would you rate out of how many horgasms? Like, I would probably give it a solid three. I think for all of the flaws it kind of pulled in, um, like that we talked about, I think a three is a good place for yep. it to sit. I agree. It's, it got really poor reviews. Really? I think, it, I think it got unnecessary. I liked it too. I gave it a three. Um, like, there's a lot of smart scenes. Yes. There, yeah. The I agree. Music-wise, I... music was meh. Yeah. Um, her scarf thing was dumb. Stupid. <laughs> um, but, other than that, though, this was a really good movie. Yeah, I this actually was not enjoyed a bad, it. It was very tame. Yeah. So it's good for new viewers people who are just getting to horror movies people who don't like gore it's it's good for young yeah viewers they want to show something to their kids that's yeah. horror again quotation marks right um it's a good one to start totally there's i don't think there's any much bad language no call no, there was no sex nudity yeah it was a good movie i agree 
It was, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's, you know, one of those movies where I'd be like, oh, you're not a big horror movie fan? Yeah, why don't you try Polaroid? You know, it's really tame. Yeah. yeah. Not like super it. scary. There's a couple jump scares, but other than that, it's pretty, I, yeah. yeah. And even as somebody who enjoys gore, I didn't, you know, it's like I wish it was there, but I don't think it made it a bad movie. Yeah, the most, well, the goriest part is probably Kill the Flick. Right. Uh, is when the, um... The sheriff gets ripped in half. Yes. Like, you don't... You see him as reacting at first. Right. Because he grabs his head and kind of pinches. Like, oh, it's just kind of squish his head. It's going to go pop. Yeah. And nope. he just kind of screams. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And then it tears. And you see from behind. And it's very blurry. It's and dark. Brief. Yeah. Yeah. And he just goes... And apart. Yeah. And that's the most gorgeous Not like 13 part. Ghosts where it's like... We literally see his insides. It's no. just like a... Blip. Yeah. Half and half. Like, of this movie, it's the most goriest kill. It is, yes. So the next closest would be um, the girl, like Mina or whatever her name was, when she popped down from the ceiling, hung. Yeah. But that was again. They don't show anything. She just kind of like goes, and yeah. you're like, oh, a little, of, a little bit of blood. Yep. Nothing. And that's it. Nothing severe. No. 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 So, yay. That's Polaroid. That's Polaroid. We did a watch. A heckin' watch. It was good. It was good. It was good. Great suggestion. Yeah, I was jazzed. So when you guys suggest movies, obviously we throw it right into the lineup and we um, watch it right away. We'll move. We'll move uh, the earth to watch your movies. So because our lineup is never set in stone, that's why we only announce one week ahead. Because while we have movies almost right to the end of the year, because we get excited and we love to make lists, um, (laughs) everything is movable. (laughs) <laughs> we try and stick with we have like a theme month yes. we try and stick with that but yeah but then we'll pop your suggestions right in pretty after pretty much yeah because yeah we got uh, after a couple movies here we got this next week is Midsummer. yep uh, I haven't seen it have you, you seen yes I've seen of most of it yeah okay yeah uh, there's that there's one more and then we're right into Killer Robot Month yes I'm interested because you still haven't seen Hereditary right no I'm interested in how you're going to react to Midsummer. Because it's a very slow burn. I can work with slow burns. Do you like slow burns? I watch because Alien. It's one of the slowest burns ever. Fair. Um, because Hereditary is like, like nothing happens until the last 10 minutes. Really? And, yep. Huh. <laughs> yep. That's really slow. That's it is, like, I'm talking <laughs> slow. And I know Midsummer is about the same. Like, it's very slow. And the payoff in Midsummer though is worth it. I think Hereditary, the payoff is worth it as well. Um, but I'm interested in what you're gonna think because it's the same producer, director. Um, I think director. And so I'm interested in what you're gonna think because they're very diff- different movies, different style, very artistic. And yeah, I'm interested in what you're gonna think. I'll find out. Yay! Find out next week. Next week, midsummer. Midsummer. And it's summer right now. It's midsummer right now. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> it's near near end, but it's close hey. enough. It's it's late mid. I don't need that kind of negativity in oh, my life. Okay. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod, who you got to hear snore and snort. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, 
and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Later. Bye. <laughs>